Why do I do the things that I do? Why do I think the way that I think? Why do I feel the way that I feel? I don't know. I don't know. I don't verbalize the things that I think and feel enough. I live it in my head most of the time. And it's just one thought after another and after another and after another and after another. And I, I've let it go way too long. Let it get out of control. Let it live for me. Um, it's a very weird emotion to try and describe. You're, you're living, you're existing, you're breathing, you're there. Um, but it's like watching autopilot I guess in a, in a in a car like you're you're in it you're going you know the way the car was told to go but you're not the the driving driving force of the actions and I didn't I didn't quite realize what it was right away um, I say I'm a lot. I gotta. I need to work on that. I almost did it again. It's like a a way to get back on track. A way to think. A way to pause. But it's incredibly noticeable and not just annoying. So, back to what I was saying, I took, it took a while to realize that like, this apathy and this like, loathing and losing interest in things that I used to care about and drifting away from people that I care about, forming bad relationships, it was just, just depression. Um, It didn't feel like depression. I felt sick, like physically ill. Uh, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to move. didn't want to do anything. And I thought that I could somehow mentally work myself through it. And, I mean... It just continued to get worse and spiral out of control. And the worse it got, the more I was convinced that there was something I could do about it. I could fix it. If I if I only if I only did this, if I only did that, I could break this, these like habits that I have that is preventing me from living up to my full potential. Or, or and whatever that might be, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, and it's it's something that like I had to, 
I had to come to terms with. I had to realize that I needed help. I had to realize that I needed to talk to someone. And I'm at a point where the things that I used to do to kill the anxiety, um, anything to fill this void that I had, I like, it, like literally anything I could do to get my body to squeeze out one last ounce of serotonin, I was I was doing, um, and it was it was destroying like my 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 body like weight gain and like just tired all the time. You could see it in my face and. It just feels like I always, I always said that like most things can be dealt with internally. Like if only I'm strong enough, if only, if only I, I tried harder, it, things can get better. Like the willpower's in me to do this on my own. And then it wasn't it wasn't there and it's taken admitting to this and talking to other people it taking medication uh, reflecting have I've been able to break through this wall that I've had that has kept me from f feeling real emotions I felt so depleted that I was starting to lose lose touch of the things that made me a human. Um, and it's weird now because I, I couldn't feel sadness before. Um, I, I knew what anxiety felt like. I knew like that feeling but genuine like like sadness or uh, maybe empathy I, I just couldn't experience it and I mean it's only been a, a week but it's it's working like I'm I'm going to sleep earlier and I'm waking up earlier I'm focusing on the things that I need to be doing. I'm actively thinking about it. I'm actively sitting down to get work done. I'm more engaged in conversations that I'm having with people. I feel closer to people. And the anxiety is still there. The like the the nervousness that I uh, I get regardless, um, especially if it you know if I'm doing something where I'm putting myself on display, it, it is it's there, it's alive and well. But it it's it almost feels healthy as a like a evolutionary trait that was 
designed to make you want to prepare for something. And I think that might be the difference between choosing the flight option instead of the fight option when you, you feel anxiety. I don't think that, like, you can get rid of it totally. I think it's always going to be there. But by dealing with other issues that you have that prevent you from making decisions, um, especially healthy decisions... It's it's not something that you can do when you're in a perpetual state of feeling worthless or feeling depressed. I don't know why I felt compelled to talk about this, but... It's something that had set on my mind for a long time. And it's finally gone. And it's nice to get to know the person who was just, you know, I guess weathering the storm, waiting for the tides to roll back I'm glad I didn't lose myself in all of this and that I was able to keep it together long enough to realize that I needed to do something to find change otherwise I wasn't going to make it out of this But I think there comes a time, especially if you make it long enough to get to a point to where, like, you have the freedom to reflect and to slow down, to think about how much time you do have left and the impact that you want to make. And realize that your behavior and the way that you act is inhibiting that. And if you don't stop to do something to fix whatever it is that's holding you back, you're going to become the thing that you were the most afraid of. I don't know if I've corrected the ship enough to no pun intended sail away I guess pun intended that was intended we live in a weird time a weird place Um, and a lot of us are confused A lot of us are hurting. I think most people somewhat get this at this point if you've lived long enough. And I say that like I'm in some way, shape, or form old enough to like even 
carry some of the wisdom of people older than me. Like, I'm, I'm still full of shit. But I think for the first time I'm starting to get a grasp on things. This is Dark Roast episode two. Thank you.